Welcome to Capital Link Master Series Podcast. I'm John Imhoff, a shareholder in the Global Transportation Group at uh, Finance Group at the law firm of Vetter Price. I'm here today with Michael Weiss, President and Co-Founder of Yield Street. I'm delighted to have this opportunity for an in-depth discussion with management on Yield Street's concept, operations, and strategy. The title of our podcast is Yield Street, Making Marine Finance Efficient Via Technology and Retail Investors. Please note this is a videotape podcast that, that can be accessed through www.capitallinkpodcasts.com. Before we begin, I would kindly ask you to take notice of the following disclaimer. This is a discussion for informational and educational purposes only. It is not meant to provide investment advice or advice of any other kind. Furthermore, it may include forward-looking statements. Let's begin our discussion with Michael. First, welcome to the podcast, Michael. Thank you. Thank you for having me. What can you tell us about Yield Street? So Yield Street is a digital wealth management platform, and the purpose of Yield Street, our passion to, to found this company was our firm belief that access to and distribution of institutional quality investments was fundamentally broken. And what I mean by that is, think about your colleagues, your friends, your family, and different people that you come across. You are a professional in this industry, you watch ship owners or maybe other types of investors traffic in different corporate investment opportunities that can often generate attractive yields. But the people that we know in our circles never get access to those. Those investment opportunities are typically controlled by some of the largest funds in the world. And what YieldTree recognized that there was a confluence of events between data, technology, and regulation that would enable a business like ours to exist and bring access to these investments to a broader population, ultimately helping millions of people achieve their desired financial goals. So when you look back, regulation had changed coming out of the Jobs Act that would enable general solicitation. So you can now go out and market investment opportunities in a way that you weren't able to before. Data has advanced over its life cycle that you can find people that are interested in investing through digital marketing and other means in a cost-efficient manner. So we can identify who those people are and then market to them. And technology has grown in its life to become more efficient, more dynamic, more robust. So the way in which we can communicate information on complex transactions is, difficult, is different. So think of infographics, webinars, different forms of media, where it used to be just a 100-page PPM, you had to figure that out. So our business is something that was born out of opportunity and change in the marketplace that could not have existed 10, 15 years ago. And what we strive to do is create a platform experience where investors all around the country and hopefully in the future around the world can come to one place and identify a variety of investment opportunities all across the risk spectrum to solve for their financial goals or financial desires and what they want to achieve over time. What that ultimately creates is the most efficient distribution system in the world. So that enables us to now offer an attractive capital partnership with originators, with different types of business owners, with funds, with lending businesses around the world across different asset classes to be a supportive form of capital for them so they can spend more time on their business and less time raising capital. Interesting. And, and what is it about shipping and, and ship finance now that makes uh, this platform ideal or so useful? So the premise of Yield Street, as we just discussed, is to build a platform experience with diversified risk and diversified asset classes and yields and durations. So we'll get to shipping in a moment, 
but really Yield Street is a platform that can efficiently distribute any asset class. Now how we quantify an asset class and how we decide to embark on a particular asset class goes through a different process, ultimately ensuring that we feel that it makes sense and it's a proper risk-adjusted yield for our investors. At the end of the day, Yield Street's investor first, building this business for our customers. Shipping is exciting because when you look at what's gone on from a little bit before 2005 until today, there's a lot of volatility in the shipping industry, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of change in the way capital inflows and outflows have been in this industry. So originally in 05, when China enters world trade, there isn't enough supply, people are making a ton of money, European banks and banks globally start pushing a lot of credit into the shipping market, the ship owners made a fortune, they start ordering new ships, this whole new order book is coming on just as the recession hits. And there have been series of events over time. What we recognized when we started looking in the shipping industry was in 2017, we started to do a lot of diligence and try to build a thesis around the shipping business. And what we recognized was the second-hand opportunities, the older fleets were less attractive to the traditional banks, mm -hmm. which meant that the market and the values of those ships were coming down rapidly. Mm -hmm. And when you wanted to think about a good place to invest capital mm -hmm. for short duration, attractive yields, good upside potential, but also downside protection, we found a lot of opportunity in shipping. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and Yield Street is primarily uh, providing capital in the form of, of debt. It's, there's no equity uh, investment in Yield Street, or is that also an opportunity? To date, all of our investments have either been traditional debt structures or mm -hmm. debt-like structures. Debt -like. So we'll do sale leasebacks, for example, in okay. shipping. Okay. How does it work? Walk, walk me through it from a, a, a borrower's point of view. Uh, how, how do they get involved with Yield Street? What do they need to do? What's the process? Sure. So as a platform, Yield Street has grown dramatically over the last couple of years since we started the business. It's our intent and our goal to really be a partner in the capital community. So typically what will happen is another lender, an originator, a bank, would come to Yield Street and say, hey, I have a $50 million credit and I want to partner on this deal. Mm -hmm. So they will provide to us a full file of due diligence, information on the prospective borrower, the ship management companies, the financials, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And as we proceed down due diligence with that partner, we ultimately go through an in-house diligence, then we go to credit committee, and then ultimately we fund the transaction. Mm -hmm. Does it begin with, uh, I noticed looking at the website that you can also, as a borrower, apply for uh, facility or a loan on, online. Is that where most of your business comes from or does it mostly come through the banks and originators? No, most of our business today comes from partnerships with different originators okay. and banks. And wh what are the originators role besides introducing potential invest investments? So I've always been a big believer that people do have a set of expertise. Um, I believe that people who are in different industries, be it shipping or be it commercial real estate investments or litigation finance or art finance for some of the different businesses that we're in. There are teams out there that have been doing this for a long time. They understand the business, they understand the players, mm -hmm. and their expertise ultimately helps create better investment opportunities and safer investment opportunities. So what we really look to do, because we can't be an expert in everything, 
right? We can hire good talent, we can bring mm -hmm. on expertise. But we're in the business of servicing and serving a community of investors that have very healthy demands. So we need to get up to speed very quickly and we need to feel mm -hmm. comfortable. So what we look for in originators are a team of people that have experience, in this case, lending to ship owners, lending to these types of businesses. Mm -hmm. They know the market, they have a track record, they've managed money, et cetera. And what that provides us with is an opportunity to have a fully diligence file, but also on an ongoing basis, to continue to maintain the relationship alongside Guild Street, be a part of those quarterly updates or the monthly updates, review you know, the logs, review the auditor financials, make sure that the ship owners and operators are abiding by our credit. Okay, okay. and they, do they manage, they, they continue to, in the process, once the investments are made, they uh, manage the, uh, the uh, relationship and, and, and service the, uh, the facility? Yes, they often do. So Yield Street is the manager, as a technical matter, we're the manager of every entity mm -hmm. and every loan that, that we operate. There'll be a servicer or a contractor party with us mm -hmm. to jointly okay. buy that effort. Okay. And what kinds of financing is, avail is available? Uh, what uh, types of facilities can do you offer? Revolving facilities, senior, uh, junior, secured, uh, subordinated facilities? Walk us through what, what types of, of facilities a, a borrower can access through Yield Street. Sure. So, one of the things that sets us apart from really any other financing business out there is understanding what our capital base is, mm -hmm. right? So, Yield Street today has roughly 170,000 users on the platform. To give you a little history, we started the business in 2014, and started in 2015. The first year we spent really on product market fit, building out our technology, did a really baseline amount of origination, I believe it was roughly $32 million. Today, um, in July of this year, this month, we'll cross a billion dollars of loans originated. So what's important to understand is that we have 170,000 users. Those users have varying degrees of appetite for duration, yield, risk, et cetera, and structure. So it gives us maximum flexibility. So in the shipping business, we offer deconstruction financing. In the deconstruction financing, we do two products. One is a regular revolving facility. So the deconstruction business will come to us, they want a $50 million facility. Mm -hmm. You know, they constantly over a three-year period of time are buying and selling vessels at the end of their life, et cetera. The second is there are peaks and troughs in, the, in that business. Mm -hmm. And a borrower may have a $50 million or $100 million facility, but they may also come across different opportunities that they want to be able to act on at that time. So we do this kind of one-time draw deal, mm -hmm. right, where you have a particular vessel identified, you want to access financing on that vessel, it's a short duration deal, it's usually inside six months, it's just to help manage that particular trade. So that's our deconstruction business. Our second hand financing business is, we have two primary products there, well three. One is a regular term loan, mm -hmm. two is a revolving facility, mm -hmm. and in that business what we're looking to do is provide either general kind of debt facilities or sell lease back. Mm -hmm. That's what we do in second hand. The types of vessels that we'll finance in second hand are dry bulk and tankers. Okay, okay. That was going to be one of my questions is what sectors uh, you find most interesting at the moment. Um, I think for us dry bulk and tankers is something that are areas that we feel are on the right side of the market today. We, we've looked at smaller ships like feeders. Um, 
one of the things that are really important to Yield Street is to make sure that everybody is happy with the trade. Mm -hmm. What I mean by that is, when the shipping business goes through its difficult times, what may often end up happening is that the capital and the debt providers are continuing to get payments, or hopefully most of their payments, while the owners and operators are suffering or even putting up additional cash. And what we don't want to see, I, I think that's a short-lived relationship, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you're sitting here in your chair and you're, you're writing out a check every month and you're losing money and you're paying mm -hmm. the debt. And um, at some point, you're going to get frustrated and you're going to say, this isn't a real, this isn't really strategic financing. Mm -hmm. I need a partner. I don't mm -hmm. just need a bank. And Yield Street wants to be a partner. Yield Street wants to be a business that's recognized in the shipping community that's here to stay. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk about that in a minute. So when we underwrite these transactions, we specifically look for transactions that all sides of the deal are making money. Mm -hmm. And not every sub-asset class in shipping right now is profitable mm -hmm. and is making good money. So I think you'll see our business evolve and continue to grow into different subsectors of the market. Mm -hmm. But right now we're in dry and tankers. Okay. And and you know, one of the one of the things about shipping is uh, you, you often ship owners often need to move fairly quickly. How how quickly can Yield Street move from application or introduction to to funding? Is it, and tell, tell us a little bit about that. Sure. So it's funny you say that because I've probably heard the same thing from most ship owners <laughs> during the, you know, the relationship process. Um, I don't think a ship owner has ever waited for us. Mm. I think we as a company are nimble, we're swift, um, we have great expertise on the team, which, which we should touch on, and we have an ability to move very quickly, and we have the capital, which is another point we should talk about. So I would say that comfortably inside 30 days is not an issue for us. With an existing client on like deconstruction, we can move even faster, sometimes mm -hmm. five to six days. Um, I find that one of the challenges in the shipping industry is just the multi-jurisdictional component to it. So you're often dealing with you know U.S. capital, maybe a Greek ship owner or a European ship owner with a Maltese or, or a Cayman or a Marshall Island registry and mm -hmm. the ship could be, you know, in the Far East. So I find that logistics often create um, lapses in time, mm -hmm. but as a business we've been, we've been very quick. Um, okay, okay. The process has got to be different from, from what you would a, would a bar would go through with a traditional bank loan. I mean, there must be disclosure that's made. These are you're offering to your subscribers or your members, uh, people who are registered and signed into uh, uh, Yield Street online. What what does, should what in terms of disclosure documentation uh, should a borrower be prepared to to have to prepare or or, or or diligence? I think it's a great question, but and it may. It highlights to me that there, there could be confusion sometimes in the platform. Okay. If you look at the platform, you kind of have to cut a line down the middle mm -hmm. between those who seek capital and those who seek to invest. Mm -hmm. And in the middle is Yield Street. Mm -hmm. So Yield Street sits with different access to liquidity, call it 150 to 175 million at any time. Okay. So if we're doing a $20 million ship deal, we're not waiting for the Yield Street investors to invest okay. in the deal. We're cutting a check, okay, and then later we're packaging it up, putting our PPM together, getting our offering material, our disclosures, all that ready, and then providing it to the investor base. Okay, so the borrower really doesn't have to be concerned about that side of the business. Okay, that's more on us. Okay, um, so when we when we go through diligence with a borrower, I would say, but for speed, 
we are very much like a bank. So okay. look at our team, right? Okay. okay. Um, we built an office in Athens. Our shipping headquarters is in Athens. Our team is George Kambanis. George is... I've met George. So you've met George. Most people know George, right? Former CEO of Deloitte Greece. Took, you know, a handful of companies public. Really very, very well known in the shipping community. He, uh, I think he lasted in retirement for six months before I got to him. <laughs> we then found... Um, Stephanos. Stephanos was working at DVB for many years, also one on the shipping community. Christos was at RBS in risk, and Antonis was at Ocean Rig as a technical manager. Okay. So if you look at that team, you're talking about a team that understands technical management of ships, actual financing, and then broader kind of capital markets issues okay. going on in the business, right? So we, if you look at, if you experience Yield Street as a borrower, you'll find yourself dealing with a very institutionally structured business, a business that understands your needs, but a business that's nimble and flexible and quick okay. and has a lot of capital. Okay. And that's what I think is, is very interesting to a lot of okay. So, so the, in effect, the, the, the transaction is funded and then you turn to your investor base to, 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 to participate. To participate. Mm -hmm. Correct. Okay. And, and are, is the documentation from the borrower's point of view similar to what they would expect to see in, in a traditional bank? Yeah, I think so. I mean, we're using the same types of counsel that you would see in traditional banks. Okay, okay. Uh, and what costs are there to a borrower for, for the financing? I mean, are there, are there fees associated with the closing um, uh, like you would see with a typical bank? Does a revolver have an availability fee? Uh, does does uh, are there are there closing costs uh, that they're responsible for paying? How does that work? I think it would be your typical kind of capital markets structured deals. You have an interest rate, mm -hmm. you have an origination or upfront arrangement okay. fee. Um, the borrower will have to cover out of pocket expenses. You know, the due diligence, the appraisals, okay. things like that. Um, we don't charge non-use fees. Okay. We. Um, we don't kind of load up borrowers with fees. We're very transparent about okay. what we charge, what you're going to pay. Again, we're looking for creating a brand in this industry, okay. being here long term, being a partner. And, and just to make sure I understand, these are single asset investments, or they're multiple asset investments. Or it could be or, both, okay. right? So if you're providing um, a credit facility to a, to a deconstruction company, so it'll be a senior secured all asset lien on the company. There could be many vessels tied mm -hmm. to that. If you're providing, if we're providing financing on uh, the acquisition of three secondhand dry vessels, three you know comps or maxes, mm -hmm. so that'll be you know a portfolio of three vessels. Okay, that are cross collateralized okay. and tied together. Okay. Financing one ship, it'll be single. Looking at it from the investor's point of view, how does this work for them? They 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 become members uh, in the Yield Street platform or subscribe to the Yield Street platform and then they will see these investments as they become available, they're notified of their availability and, and how to take me through the process from an investor's point of view. Sure. So an investor's sitting at home, he's talking to his wife and he's, uh, he's frustrated, mm -hmm. or she's frustrated that, um, that their financial advisor isn't providing the right return profile they're looking for, they're not getting it financially, mm -hmm. et cetera. And um, of course they come to Yield Street, okay. because it's the best platform. Mm -hmm. And in all seriousness, it's super easy. Go on, you subscribe, you put your email address in, we ask you a couple of questions, we verify you as a user. Mm -hmm. You'll start getting 
a series of emails from Yield Street as new investment opportunities come up. Okay. Should you choose to invest in an opportunity, what happens is we typically give three to four days advance notice. So we'll send out the full investment details, the PPM, the disclosures, okay. the operating okay. agreement. It could have a webinar, a video, a summary page. We highlight the relevant you know, risks and risk mitigants, mm -hmm. the yield, the payment frequency, the duration, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And during that kind of quiet period, for lack of better terms, investors are encouraged to read as much of that information as possible so that when the deal is launched, mm -hmm. they can immediately mm -hmm. go and access the investment. Mm -hmm. Yield Street has different ways that people can interact financially with the platform. Mm -hmm. So we offer something called the Yield Street Wallet. Mm -hmm. It's effectively a, a bank account that we have in partnership with a bank. We actually offer 2.2%. Yeah, so that. that. <laughs> and you can either load your money into the account. Right. This way, when you choose to make the investment, mm -hmm. you'll click through all the accepting the terms. Mm -hmm. You'll submit your amount, you click accept, and we'll pull it out of the wallet. Okay. Or we can ACH it directly from your bank account. Mm -hmm. So as soon as you're prepared to make that investment, all you have to do after you've read all the information is literally put an amount in, check a few boxes, click next, select mm -hmm. your bank account, mm -hmm. click next, and you're done. Mm -hmm. That's how simple it is. Mm -hmm. um, once the deal is closed, we then provide updates across the portfolio, including each investment that you're in, on a periodic basis. Mm -hmm. You'll get your payments automatically ACH to you. You'll get a copy of the annual audit done on your investment. And everything you want to see about your investment or your portfolio of investments is going to be right there on yieldstreet.com. Okay. Okay. And you, investors need to be accredited investors. They yes. have to meet certain minimum net worth or, or income requirements. Yes. Okay. Okay. And that, that's all information that you collect from them to verify. Correct. Okay. Um, is there, are there minimum or maximum investments? Uh, yes. And what, what does a typical investment look like so in terms of amount? The typical investment minimum will be ten to $20,000. Okay. The maximum will be between 20 and 40% of a transaction. Okay. Lately, we've been going down to the lower of 20% okay. or less. The primary reason for that is we believe that the power of Yield Street is to create financial equality through the masses. Mm -hmm. So if we had a bunch of hedge funds and institutions that were excited about what we were doing, they would run to the platform and start buying it up. Right. But our mission, our desire, is to help millions of people mm -hmm. access their financial goals. Mm -hmm. And in order to do that, we have to make sure that we're fostering diversity across the platform. Okay. Okay. And is it is it possible for these uh, these offerings to be oversubscribed or or not find enough? I'm sure this hasn't happened, but uh, enough investor interest to to make the deal go. I and mean, what happens in those situations? Sure. I don't remember the last deal that was not oversubscribed. So <laughs> our average deal uh, in the last six months or more has sold out in under a minute or two. Okay. Well, so ninety percent of the people that are coming to the platform to invest are often getting are often not getting an allocation because it's totally subscribed. And that's something that we work on every day to continue to develop new asset classes and generate more um, origination and more product while still sticking to our asset quality and what's integral and important to us. So what happens is we accept oversubscriptions for a period of time for a certain percentage. 
And the reason is because you asked what happens if someone falls out or doesn't come in, right? But so you may have someone that wanted ten thousand, but you know wanted to make sure they got into the deal and they put an extra zero and they hit a hundred thousand. Yeah. <laughs> or you may have someone that had never yet invested in Wall Street ask right. for an allocation, and it turns out they're not accredited. Okay. So there can be situations where people who have made allocations are not going to fulfill those allocations. Okay. So by accepting oversubscriptions, we're able to give those allocations to people that otherwise would not have had a chance. We've never not funded every deal we've done on platform. Mm -hmm. We also, as you recall, fund every transaction off our own facilities or our right. balance sheet. Right. Right. So the borrower really has no execution risk. They don't have to be concerned about the success of the launch of their particular product or how quickly we're going to sell or how well it's going to sell. For, for all intents and purposes, the borrower received the capital and got what we had promised we would do and we delivered. Mm -hmm. um, how, 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 you mentioned uh, revolving facilities. How does that work for, for, a, for an investor? Are there cash calls when a drawdown is, is, call, is needed or, uh, or is there a separate, separate, separate placement? No, so it's, it's a new, beautiful digital world. Um, you know, we talk about Yield Streets being a, a tech-forward business focused on technology. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes it's hard to remember that because we also have such deep expertise in finance. But at the core, what what empowers Yield Street to do what it does is is its technology, right? So we have made. Um, about 380,000 payments for over $400 million back to investors since mm -hmm. inception. Okay. Right, so two, well, this month, three people are in that team. 380,000 payments for $400 million. So what that means is we're not concerned about the old way of raising capital with capital calls and then having to chase people down for their money or making sure that they can, that they're in a position to make good. We list what we're making available at that time. Okay then you can have an opportunity as an existing investor to reinvest okay. on subsequent draws. If okay. you don't, yeah. we'll make that available to other users. Okay. Oh, so, interesting. That's right. interesting. Right? It's yeah. really, yeah. it turns yeah. out, you, you don't have to be committed to a four-year you know, revolving facility. So, so it's a fluid base, and unlike, let's say, a, t a, a, a club deal for a bank where banks have commitments to fund a certain portion of each draw, you have this broad base of investors that you you can be flexible with on, on each draw. And they Correct. can either come in again or uh, stay, sit that one out and somebody right. else comes in. And the beauty is that when you think of a club deal example that you mentioned, that would, that would require a series of phone calls, emails, mm -hmm. road shows, mm -hmm. right? it would be a whole expensive and lengthy process right. if they had to do that. Yeah. For us, it's another email, yeah. Yeah. a bunch of people click, yeah. and the money's there. Yeah. Interesting. And and how do, how do how do you mention the the, the payments on on these uh, these investments? How do investors receive those payments? Digitally. Just so we'll get the payment in from the borrower. It will be entered into the system. The system will recognize effectively the cap table right or mm -hmm. the allocation by user. Okay. So let's say there's a hundred users and they were evenly distributed across ten million dollar deal. They would mm -hmm. each have one percent, right? Okay. Right. Um, right. And the system would recognize that allocation and then distribute it out to them okay. automatically. They would get a notification on their app or on their email, and it would say, hey, you received a new payment from Yield Street, X dollars of interest, Y dollars in principal, 
here's your balance. Okay, and, and are there fees that the that investors have to pay? Uh, I think I saw on, online that the, the, the projected yields that um, are on individual investments are net of those fees. So, Correct. But there, there's a management fee paid to Yield Street and possibly to the originator as well. How does that work? So if you look at the transaction, mm -hmm. it'll show gross rate, it'll mm -hmm. show management fee rate, okay. and then it'll show your net rate. So let's say an investment, the gross rate that we're lending at is 11. We may be saying, all right, we're taking, uh, we'll sell it down at nine, and we're splitting two points between us and the originator. Okay. The only other fees are just actual out-of-pocket expenses okay. for the fund. Right. So think of audits or other financial work or stuff that's being done inside the vehicle. Um, don't, I shouldn't say don't quote me because we're on video, <laughs> but I believe that the fee for the first year is around $150 and in the subsequent years like 30 or $40 per member. Some nominal amount like that just okay. to cover expenses. Okay. And, and this probably hasn't happened, but um, you know, occasionally shipping loans go bad, uh, and uh, uh, in a traditional bank deal, uh, the banks would have a certain control over uh, you know what uh, recourse might be taken, what action might be taken uh, against collateral or or um, against the borrower. How does that work when you have uh, this this uh, kind of uh, cloud of in, of investors online? Do they have a do they have any um, Vote or say in 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 granting waivers, uh, amendments to to the documents, uh, uh, extensions, things like that. So it has not happened in, in shipping yet. Shipping is we're still new, right? Our first deal in mm -hmm. the shipping business was um, in May of 2018. We've grown quickly. We've done almost 200 million to date. But it has not happened in the shipping business, but in any lending business it will happen, and it does happen, right? Mm -hmm. And it's happened across our other asset classes mm -hmm. at Yield Street. And as a manager of the underlying investment, Yield Street has the ability to make whatever decision it feels is in the best interest of its clients okay. to protect its principal. Okay. So, of course, we have to be commercial, but at times we also have to be very tough, and we have mm -hmm. to pursue our rights under those agreements, even if it means foreclosure or otherwise. And we do that, and we do that proudly knowing that we're doing right by the investors. The investors have plenty of rights, but they're nominating us as a manager. Okay, okay, I've got it. So when a borrower is negotiating with an issue, they're negotiating with one face. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and, and can investors transfer their um, um, their their investments, or are they? I, I think I, I think I saw that that's something you're currently considering, Correct. Uh, working on. Uh, but at the moment, they can't. Tell us what you're planning to do in terms of. Uh, allowing investors to transfer their investments. So is it between other Yield Street members, obviously, or, or subscribers? Sure. Um, how, does that, how do you anticipate that working? Sure. So I would, I would take a step back and zoom out okay. for a minute, right, and think about what it is that we're trying to build. So we said we want to build a platform. Mm -hmm. We want to be investor first. We want to help people access opportunities that could get them on the road to achieve their financial outcome or desire. Mm -hmm. um, what we have today doesn't do that holistically. Mm -hmm. right? We need to think bigger, we need to build a full set of solutions. You want a cash deposit account, right? You want to have credit, you want to have equity, you want to be able to access liquidity. So if you think about an individual portfolio in three buckets, 
called Safe Market Market Plus. Okay. So safe, you could think of cash deposits, munis. Mm -hmm. Then you could think of maybe bonds, mm -hmm. you know, high yield bonds, other things mm -hmm. in the market. A market plus would be something like this. So over time, we need to build out all of those products. Okay. So that's why we keep going into these different asset classes, okay. different yield, different durations, etc. We also need to help people access liquidity. Right? Larger investors, higher net worth people may have longer visibility mm -hmm. into what type of cash they need. If you have less cash on hand, you have less visibility on how liquid you can afford to stay. So you may want to get access to that. Mm -hmm. So one of the exciting projects that we're in development on is building a Yield Street secondary market. If on the one hand we see huge demand on the platform to access these investments, on the other hand, we are we have some constraints in the types of transactions we offer, meaning I'm not sure selling a 20-year long duration locked up equity deal would be exciting <laughs> to that many people. Right. It could provide for tremendous value over time, maybe an infrastructure project or mm -hmm. building an airport or some really exciting things that institutions invest in, but it's not really prime for retail. Mm -hmm. So we believe that if we can successfully create the secondary market, which we will and have it launched by first quarter, then we can enable the free flow of liquidity between mm -hmm. users. So you have permanent capital on the manager side, right? Which is always an issue for these kind of specialty funds or these, you know, volatile or liquid assets because if you have too many investors seeking liquidity at the same time, the fund has to often make adverse decisions for the fund for the benefit of the liquidity. Okay. But yeah. if you have 170,000 people that will become 500,000 and a million and 10 million people and they can transact on their own, then you can foster an environment with real-time liquidity with real efficiency of capital. Okay. Let me switch back to the borrower side. Uh, we tell, tell me what kind of borrower is best suited for Yield Street. What, what, or maybe turn it the other way around. Yield Street is really suited for what, what kind of borrower? Um, you had mentioned earlier, you know, the ones that might uh, not be able to secure financing for second-hand vessels or older vessels. Well, you know, tell us a little bit more about that. Want to want to to lay out who, sure. who it really works for, works best for. So we are looking for borrowers who have deep expertise and experience. Specifically, we're talking about shipping, right? So, long-time ship owners understand shipping operations, have been through the ups and downs of the market. Mm -hmm. We're looking for borrowers who are commercial. Okay. One thing that I was stunned by um, in my first two years from building my thesis till today, meeting all these different ship owners, was how many ship owners love ships, mm. love shipping. <laughs> and I understand it and I respect it. Um, my father was in the diamond business for a very long time. Mm. He was a guy who loved diamonds, mm. no matter That's what. Fun. <laughs> um, but there, there has to be a commercial sense to being in business. Okay. You have to recognize when markets are up and down and what the right play is. Mm -hmm. And too many people hold on to vessels longer than they should or don't know when to buy. There's no timing the market perfectly. Right. Um, but, but there is a method to the madness, mm -hmm. right? So when we think about what we want to do in this industry, we understand that we're not pricing at live or plus 100. Mm -hmm. We understand that we're not looking to give 20-year financing on brand new vessels. Mm -hmm. 
So we need to provide a value-add solution mm -hmm. to ship owners who are looking for an interim solution. Okay. So are you an owner that sees an opportunity in a dry market to buy vessels that you think are cheap? Or were you buying vessels in uh, June or July of last year in, uh, in Capes, right, when they were mm -hmm. super cheap? Are you an owner who took financing from a major financial institution that's exiting the shipping market and thinks that you can get a good discount on your loan? Refinance it with us quickly, mm -hmm. stabilize, stabilize with the market, and then mm -hmm. go get a more permanent source of financing. Are you somebody who sees an opportunity in an older vessel to make some money and then scrap it? So I think that it's very seasoned, mm -hmm. commercial and opportunistic. Um, reputation for us is critical. Okay. And that's not just in the shipping business, it's across all our industries okay. and in the shipping business just as much. So it helps to have a team like we have that's been in the market and understands who the players are. And as much as we are nimble and flexible, we also run a very professional operation. So we need counterparties who do that too. We need financials, we need reporting, we need transparency, we need to feel comfortable. Okay. You had um, mentioned opportunistic, but at the same time commercial. So speculative buyer of uh, dry bulk vessels who expecting to buy and resell shortly, you know, in a short time frame, wouldn't necessarily be the best customer for or your borrower on the yield stake platform, or is that my my misunderstanding? I mean, speculative buyer that's willing to put up more equity than we would otherwise do in other transactions is okay because our okay. risk profile is low. Okay. Right? So it's all a question of how do we. What are we striving for at Yield Street, right? Capital preservation is the most important thing. These are mom and pops. These are credit investors, doctors, lawyers, dentists, business owners, etc. They don't want to lose their money. Mm -hmm. And we don't want to tell them that we're taking, you know, crazy uh, risk. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. the other thing I would say is from a transaction size type of borrowers, our intent is to be working with people that are 10 to 15 million on the low end average 20 to 50 million we'll go up to I mean our largest our largest deal that we're working on is like 95 97 million yeah. so we prefer the larger transactions we prefer bigger operations one to three year deals is what we're looking at um, like we discussed drying tankers and the types of borrower I think that would be kind of the box that we're seeking to, to play. And uh, we've touched on this a little bit before, but maybe we can wrap it up uh, with, with this question. And that is, what, uh, should, what is it about Yield Street that borrowers who are out there in the market looking for sources of capital and considering different sources of capital, what sets Yield Street really apart? And I know you've touched on this a little bit before, speed of execution, um, you know, uh, the speed of technology and, and, and the efficiency of technology. But maybe you can kind of tell us a little bit more about that. Sure. What the platform offers that nobody else can offer is diversity of capital mm -hmm. and flexibility and scalability. And why is that important? So the shipping industry is actually one of the easier industries to explain it in. You have perfectly good shipping businesses and shipping companies that got, for lack of better words, completely screwed by banks and by larger institutions mm -hmm. as a result of different financial issues that mm -hmm. the market was hit with. 
whether it was liquidity needs or political pressures to exit certain markets or volatility inside shipping. Yield Street doesn't have that. Yield Street isn't backed by a bank. Mm -hmm. We're backed by the people, for the people. Mm -hmm. We're 170,000 strong. When we first met Capital Wing, we were probably 20,000 at about 100 million. We're now almost at a billion. Mm. So I think the idea of knowing that your capital base is incredibly diversified and that they'll be here through the different cycles in the market because they don't have those pressures mm -hmm. is, is incredibly valuable. Mm. Number two, I think that what Yield Street represents is the idea that the average person wants to support these business owners or these business owners in growing their businesses. Mm. What we've been able to demonstrate is that the market is interested, retail is interested in shipping. They want shipping exposure. They want to be your partner in this business. The larger Yield Street grows, the wider the product set will have, the cheaper the cost of capital will be able to access. Mm -hmm. So by partnering with Yield Street, I believe that many of our borrowers are also effectively coming on this journey with us as we scale. Mm. Next, banks often have maximum concentration limits, maximum borrower limits. Mm. We don't, mm -hmm. right? Because the way we look at it is we don't have a fund of $500 million, and if we give you $100 million, we have concentration. Mm. As long as we can make sure that the investments are distributed across the platform, we can control our concentration that way too, which is very new and unique model. Yeah. Okay. So what we, what we actually are interested in, and the reason we're targeting the types of borrowers we spoke about, is we want to grow bigger. We want to work with people that can scale. We want to go from one to 10 vessels. We want to go from 10 to 20 vessels. Mm -hmm. We want to provide capital for a management buyout. We want to provide capital to buy back your vessels from a financial institution who's not interested. Mm -hmm. So what we can do is a lot wider, more flexible, more nimble, and larger than what many other organizations can do. And specifically in the types of transactions that we're looking to invest, I think we're the most competitive, I think we're the fastest, mm -hmm. and I think we're the cheapest, and we'll continue to get cheaper. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then we touched also on this a little bit, but um, what's next for Yield Street? Um, where do you see this? You, you, you've had tremendous growth, you've broadened the platform, uh, you have grown your investor base. Where do, you, where do you see this? What's the next step? It's the same thing I was yesterday. It's to continue building a platform that is the best platform in the world for investors. Mm -hmm. It's recognizing that even myself personally, I consider myself hopefully somewhat sophisticated when it comes to investing. Mm -hmm. I have great access. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of deals that are going on mm -hmm. on the street, whether we do them or not. But managing your personal portfolio is a job. Mm -hmm. And in today's world, it shouldn't have to be. Mm -hmm. So, how do we build a platform that we enjoy going to, that we enjoy using, that we can engage with, that we trust, that's transparent? How do we help Yield Street become your ambition engine? You have a desire, you want to get a college fund for your kids, you want to go on a certain vacation, you want to buy a, another apartment, you want to invest somewhere, whatever it is that you want your money to do for you. We want Yield Street to be the place that you can do it. Mm. And we're not there yet. Mm. Right? We need to create more utility. We need to offer more products. Mm. We need to offer more safe products. We need to offer, more, offer high yield. We need to create liquidity, as we discussed. Mm. We need to offer a diversified fund. 
let's say you know someone who only has twenty thousand dollars to invest. Mm. So that would only be two deals at a ten thousand dollar minimum. Mm. But maybe you want exposure to a wider bucket of transactions. Right. So we need to create a diversified product. Right. So what we do every day is look for new asset classes, new origination, new investment opportunities that we can feel comfortable putting on our platform. Do you know that for the billion dollars that we'll have done, we have rejected over five billion dollars of oh, deals? Really? <laughs> and I would I would venture to say that probably eighty percent of those transactions that we rejected got done. Doesn't make them bad deals on the face of it if we reject it. We just didn't think it made sense for our customer base. Okay. So we're always looking at origination and then we're looking at engagement and product. How do we make it more user friendly, more enjoyable? And I want to make sure that if I was the user, which I am, right? So Yield Street employees and founders often invest alongside in transactions. Mm -hmm. um, I don't recall if you were at, at the last uh, Marine Money Week. Uh, I, I missed your presentation though, I wish I had seen it. So, like, that was absolutely real. I pulled out my own phone to invest on, <laughs> in, on the app, right. and I had gotten locked out too. Yeah. So we need to bring more products so that people can always come to, to Yield Street and find investment opportunities. Okay. Is, is there anything else you'd like to add uh, as we wrap up the, uh, the podcast? I think that on the... On the originator side, whether it's ship owners or other people in the industry, in different industries, but in capital and finance in general, I think that what Yield Street represents, along with some other players broadly in the industry, is that the market for capital has changed. Mm. And it's going to continue to evolve in this direction. And what you should be thinking about is, are there new sources of capital like Yield Street that make sense for you to approach? It doesn't have to be the same bankers and brokers and mm. banks and hedge funds and institutions. Yeah. There's a broader world, there's a more diversified world, there's a more attractive world, there's a more streamlined world, there's a more digital world that could help you scale and scale quickly. And I think on the investor side, I would say that it's time to to think about what it is you want your money to do for you and to take control of that. I get that several years back you couldn't access these types of products, you could not find investment opportunities like this, you couldn't get into them in smaller fractional amounts. And it was harder to make those decisions and harder to think about your money, not in a stressful manner, but in a way that it can help you achieve your certain desired outcomes. And on, on your quest to do that, you should make sure to make a knowledge-based investment, to feel empowered, to feel that you're interacting with transparent advisors. I believe Yield Street does that for everybody, but whether you choose Yield Street or otherwise, you should at least demand those fundamental principles. Okay. Well, thank you, Michael. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks to nice Capital Link, and thank you for watching. Thank you.